Hey ladies, the Beautiful Movement now has their summer box available for pre-sale. This means that you have the chance to sign up before these boxes sell out again. If you have not had the opportunity to get one of these boxes, grab your box today. These boxes are becoming so popular, they're actually selling out. The theme in this box is Walking with Jesus, a box that will help you grow deeper with God this summer. It's the perfect summer starter kit that you don't want to miss. Head on over to www.jointhebeautifulmovement.com to sign up today. Be sure to use the discount code UNCOMMONTEEN, all one word, for 15% off your first box. You can also follow The Beautiful Movement on Instagram at the underscore beautiful underscore movement. Ladies, you don't want to miss this. Welcome to the Uncommon Teen Podcast, the podcast for Christian teen girls. Each week, we talk about real life issues that you're facing every day and how to overcome them in a way that stays true to who you are and who God created you to be. I'm your host, Jamie Kirshner, and I am so excited to be here with you today. All right, ladies. So before we get started today, I would love your help. If you've downloaded the Uncommon Teen app, would you click on the Brave Revolution tab and fill out that super quick survey there? It should honestly only take about 20 to 30 seconds, but that would help me out so much. Thank you, ladies. You are such a blessing. All right, so on this week's episode, it's a little bit more sensitive in nature. We're going to talk about something that I don't think is talked about much, but it's something that teen girls struggle with today. I've talked to so many moms over and over again that talk about how they found out that their daughters were struggling with a secret sin. So this is going to be a two-part episode. We're going to talk about how to keep ourselves free from ever falling down into the trap of secret sin. We're going to talk about what we should do if we do fall into secret sin and how we can become free so that we never go back there again. Now, maybe you're saying, I am not one who has fallen into secret sin. That's great. But there are so many girls out there who are struggling with secret sins, and they don't know how to get help. They don't know where to go. They feel isolated. They feel stuck. This might be an episode that you listen to. And even though it's not something that you are dealing with yourself, you can get the knowledge and the wisdom that you need to help point them in the right direction, to help your friends, your peers become free of sins that they might be struggling with themselves. I read a statistic recently that said that 70% of teens hide their online activity from their parents. Something that I often tell teens is this. If you have to hide something from your parents, it's in that moment of hiding that you are stepping into sin. Now, you could be even doing an activity like reading a Christian book or playing a video game that's harmless, but if you're hiding it from your parents because you know that you're not supposed to be doing it in that moment, it still is a sin. Proverbs 28, 13 tells us that if we hide our sins, we will not succeed. They will be found out. However, if we confess them and reject them, we may get in trouble, but you will have mercy. Going back to that statistic, 70% of teens hide their online activity from their parents. When I heard this, I wish I could say that I was surprised by the statistic, but honestly, I wasn't surprised. I hear from moms all the time about how their hearts are shattered because they found out that their daughters were hiding a secret sin that was destroying their daughter's lives. Now we're talking a lot about secret sins online because online is so prevalent these days, but secret sins can be offline as well. They can be things like lying. They can be things like 
deliberately disobeying your parents. Secret sins may be different for every single person. If you find that you're in a place where you know that you're hiding a sin and maybe nobody knows about it, but you feel so guilty, you feel so ashamed, you feel like you're the only one going through it. I want you to know that there is hope for you. I want you to know that there is healing for you. There is freedom for you. Even if you're pretty sure that those secret sins have turned into secret addictions, there is always hope. There is always healing and there is always freedom. You know, most of us have probably heard these verses at one time or another, but I want to pull something out from Matthew eleven twenty-eight through 30 in the Amplified Classic Version of the Bible. It says, come to me, all you who labor and are heavy laden and are overburdened, and I will cause you to rest. I will ease and relieve and refresh your souls. Take my yoke upon you and learn from me. For I am gentle and humble in heart, and you will find rest. You'll find relief, ease, refreshment, recreation, and a blessed quiet for your soul. For my yoke is wholesome. It's useful and good. It's not harsh, hard, sharp, or pressing, but it's comfortable, gracious, and pleasant. And my burden is light and easy to be borne. So now you may have heard these verses before, and you may have wondered, what is a yoke? There are two types of yokes. The first type is a good type of yoke. And this is what Jesus is talking about in these verses. This yoke provides rest, relief, ease, refreshment, restoration, and a blessed quiet for your soul. I mean, who could go for all those things, right? (laughs) I think we all can. However, there is a second type of yoke. The yoke that Jesus is talking about, he wants to take off of you in order to give you his good yoke. This yoke is caused by something that is weighing us down, something that is overburdening us, something that is harsh and hard and sharp and pressing. Secret sins, and really sins, whether we hide them or not, are a negative yoke that has been placed upon so many teens in your generation. But what is a yoke? A yoke is basically a piece of wood that has been placed on the necks of oxen to control them. Farmers used to use these yokes and oxen years ago in order to plow their fields to help them be more efficient in plowing straight lines. They put the yoke on these oxen in order to control them. However, farmers, they wouldn't place yoke on the neck of adult oxen. They would start when the oxen were young because it made it easier to control them. Oxen can be easily controlled when they're very well trained. Makes sense, right? Farmers also knew that if they took the yoke off of the oxen's necks for an extended period of time, they would break free of that control that the farmer had over them. I was reading a manual recently about how this training worked, and it honestly fascinated me. You may be thinking that sounds quite boring, actually, but it fascinated me because this is exactly what the enemy is doing to this generation. This is exactly what the enemy is doing to teens today. The first thing that the farmer does is he wants the oxen to get used to being around him. The next thing that he does is he doesn't want the oxen to be afraid of him. So he tries to become friends with the oxen. Then before the yoke is added to these oxen, the farmer will start by adding a little bit of restraint. He will tie the oxen to the tree with a rope so that he can kind of get used to being tied up. Then when the oxen is used to being tied up, 
That's when the farmer places the yoke around the oxen's neck. There is a yoke that's being placed around the necks of a lot of your friends and a lot of your peers, and maybe even you. And they don't even realize it's there. Secret sins make you feel trapped. Maybe it's being trapped by shame or guilt or even isolation. Like the yoke is trapping these oxen. And it seems like once it's there, it's so hard, if not impossible to break free from. The devil will use friends. He'll use the internet. He'll use books or magazines. He'll use music. He'll use anything he possibly can to get you to fall into secret sin. He's going after you and your generation hard because he knows that when he places that yoke on your head, when you get older, he will be able to control you a lot easier. He wants to take as many teens down as he possibly can because he knows that he's not going to heaven once Jesus comes back. So he wants to take as many people as possible with him. And he starts with your generation because your generation has a lot of influence. And just like that farmer starting out with the oxen, the devil wants you to get used to being around him, around sin. He makes sin look like so much fun and it starts to become enticing. Maybe we're seeing other people doing it and we're like, you know what? That seems like it might be kind of fun. Then again, like the farmer, the devil doesn't want you afraid of him. So he tries to become friends with you. He entices you to try that sin. And then you find out, you know, it may have felt wrong at first, but this sin is actually kind of fun. The thing about sin is at first it is kind of fun. However, Hebrews 11.25 tells us that the fun only lasts for a season, but there are consequences to those sins and those consequences are no fun. But before you know it, you're kind of playing with that secret sin more and more and you honestly feel like you have control over it. You can stop anytime you want to. This is when the enemy, just like the farmer, has placed that rope around your neck and you don't even realize it. You feel like you still have freedom. And while that season of fun is still going on, he had slipped that rope around your neck. Then lastly, that yoke is slid over your neck and you feel stuck. You feel so guilty. You feel so ashamed that you don't want to talk about it to anyone. You feel like you're the only one dealing with it and that there's no way that you can break free. Maybe you've tried to break free, but that secret sin just keeps pulling you back in. You don't want to do it, but it just happens. The goal the enemy has for this generation is to place that yoke on your necks when you're young and you're having fun so that when you get older, you're stuck and you feel like there's no hope for you. But with God, there is always hope. Isaiah 10, 27 says, it shall come to pass that in that day that the enemy's burden will be taken from your shoulders and his yoke from your neck. And that yoke will be destroyed because of the anointing oil, because of Jesus Christ and the freedom that he has come to give you. With God, that yoke of secret sin can be destroyed. Matthew eleven twenty eight through 30. Again, it says, come to me, all you who labor and are heavy laden and overburdened, and I will cause you to rest. I will ease and relieve and refresh your souls. Take my yoke upon you and learn from me, for I am gentle and humble in heart. And you will find rest, relief, ease, refreshment, recreation, and a blessed quiet for your soul. For my yoke is wholesome, is useful and good, not harsh, not hard, not sharp, not pressing, 
but it's comfortable, gracious, and pleasant. And my burden is light and easy to be borne. John 8, 31 and 32 says, Then Jesus said to the Jews who believed in him, If you abide in my word, you are my disciples indeed, and you shall know the truth, and the truth will make you free. Ladies, there's hope. There is hope. There's hope for you. There's hope for your friends. There's hope for your peers. There's hope for this generation. So how do you get free from that secret sin? I'm going to talk about two ways to become free from that secret sin this week. And then next week, we're going to talk about four more things that are vital, not only to getting free, but staying free from that secret sin that tries to pull you, your friends, this generation back in. The first thing that we need to do that I'm going to talk about today is we need to repent. That word repent is just a fancy way of saying, change your mind and turn the other direction. It's basically saying to God, God, my way's not working. I've tried it. I'm stuck. I can't get out of it. But Lord, I'm turning to your way. I want to do things your way because I know your way leads to freedom. Repentance has nothing to do with emotions. Repentance is a commitment between you and God. It's basically saying, God, I'm going your way. So many times when we have secret sin or even sin in our lives, the first thing that we do is we run from God. So repentance is the exact opposite. It's saying, no, God, I'm turning to you. I'm making that choice to turn to you. Acts 3.19 says, so repent, change your mind and purpose. Turn around and return to God that your sins may be erased, blotted out and wiped clean. So after we've made that decision that we're going to turn to God, the next thing that we need to do is we need to run to God. Jeremiah 29, 13 says, and this is God speaking, and you will seek me and find me when you search for me with all your heart. If you really want to be free, you have to, it's not even a choice. You have to fill that void that that sin is going to leave behind with God. Instead of doing that secret sin, you get into his word. Or maybe it's you spend that time praying and seeking God and talking to him about how he's freed you and how thankful you are and how incredible he is. Maybe it's turning on praise and worship music and just soaking in how much God really does love you. If you have the Uncommon Teen app downloaded, we have those resources there for you. We have a tab on our app that has the Bible app. You can go right in there and start reading the Bible. We have a tab on there that is a worship playlist. When you feel that sin trying to pull you back in, which the enemy will, he will continue to try to tell you that you're not good enough. He will continue to try to tell you that you're stuck, that you can't get out of it. But don't listen to the enemy. When you feel him trying to pull you back into that sin, get into the word. Talk to God. Spend time in praise and worship. Talk to your parents. If you have parents where you feel like you can talk to them, like you have a great relationship with them and they love God, go to your parents and talk to your parents about it. Don't let those feelings hide in the dark. It's in the dark where the enemy can hurt you the worst. Expose those thoughts so that they can be brought into the light. I want you to think about like a house. You walk in at night and, you know, things can seem a little bit creepy sometimes when no lights are on in the house at all. But as soon as you flip that light on, you see that there's nothing to be afraid of. The same is true with sin. Sin loses its power when it's brought out into the light. It only gains power when it's left in the dark. So don't let that sin, don't let those thoughts that are trying to pull you back into that sin stay in the dark. Expose them and bring them into the light. 
All right, ladies, I hope today's episode was a help for you, whether it was for something that you're dealing with yourself or something that you can take away to help a friend. If you ever feel like you need someone to talk to, know that you can always reach out to me through the Uncommon Teen app. Just click on the tab that says connect with Jamie. When you fill out that box, it sends an email directly to me. Ladies, I want to see you win. I want to see your generation win. When it comes to your walk with God, I want to see you free from all bondage. Anything the enemy is using to hold you back from being all that God has created you to be. So ladies, as we say every week, go ahead and repeat after me. But more than anything, I want you to mean it from your heart. I am beautiful. I am valuable. My beauty and my value, they don't change. Even if someone fails to see how incredible God made me. Thank you, ladies, for joining me for another episode of the Uncommon Teen Podcast. If you have not yet subscribed to the Uncommon Teen Podcast please go ahead and do so now. That just helps us to get this message out to even more teen girls like you so that we can really make a difference in this generation and see God do incredible things. I want you to know that I pray for you all every single day. Have an incredible week and we will see you back here next time. Ladies, I hope that this episode helped you today. I hope that you know just how much God really does love you. Now, I want you to repeat after me and I want you to mean it with all your heart. I am beautiful. I am valuable. My beauty and my value, they don't change. Even if someone fails to see how incredible God made me. All right, ladies, so I have a question for you. What does your summer look like? What is one thing that you are going to do this summer that is going to change your life forever? What are you going to do this summer to help you make friends who love Jesus that will help you grow in your walk with God all while having a blast? If your answer is, well, (laughs) not really a whole lot. Well, I have something just for you that will help you do all of those things. Are you interested? What if you did something this summer that could change your life forever? Ladies, I want to invite you to join me for Uncommon Teen Live 2024 because you are going to do just that. You are going to meet your new besties. You're going to have a blast and grow in your walk with God. So grab your parents, head on over to UncommonTeen.com and grab your tickets today.